I'm Chris Long, the host of American Prodigies, Becoming Great. Every Thursday, I take you into the story of an NFL great. Weaving together interview tape and archival clips, I'll guide you through the journeys of some of the most memorable players to ever put on a helmet. Greatness comes in all shapes and sizes, and every path is one of a kind. American Prodigies, Becoming Great. New episodes every Thursday. Listen in wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by WinBet. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't even trip. We got you. What's up, y'all? You back on Don't Trip Podcast. It's your host, David. We back with my boy, Jay. Say what's up. What's good, everybody? Uh And today we are joined by a special guest, Miss Isha from 20-something <laughs> on Netflix. Uh, we're out in LA at the moment. Oh, go ahead. Say, say what's up to the Say hi. Oh, hi. Sorry, I'm a little shy. <laughs> like, I'm in the beginning, but I'll warm up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're going to get into some details. She's going to tell us all about herself. She'll get ready for these questions. Don't worry. She, gonna, she got some advice coming for y'all. She's going she gonna to give her best advice. I'm a wise sage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we um, are in LA at the moment, so we're getting as many cool guest stars as we can if y'all got any guest stars you want to see on the show we're also doing virtual stuff so just submit them in our dms we can reach out to them see what we can get and um if you go spam their inbox go get uh will smith for me they spam his inbox <laughs> i'll will smith on the show we can do some simping and pimping but <laughs> on today's episode we got the regular for you we got the don't trip questions don't trip uh we're advice and no price we get questions submitted by fans supporters and just anybody we know actually a lot of our friends submit questions as well um, just questions about life and how to handle different scenarios, whether it be sports, whether it be relationships, whether it be just growing up. Uh, we we handle it all, man. We just we're just two guys giving the best advice we can. Not just two guys, sorry. We the whole family giving the best advice we can. We got girls, guys. We got everything around the corner. So um, that's what we got for you today. The don't trip questions, and we got one switcheroo question for y'all. This a I'll explain switcheroo once we get to that segment. But most of we're gonna be focused on our guest star and kind of what she's experienced and getting y'all to know her a little bit. Get to know uh our guest star so we can uh, get the best advice we got, man. So let's get into it. Tell us a bit a little bit about you. What you what you what you want to tell the people. Okay, so my name's Isha Punja. I'm twenty five years old and I think a lot of people maybe would know me from Twenty Somethings, which was a Netflix show, reality show that I was on that aired in December. Um, Other than that, I think a big part of my identity and kind of what I push out on social media and stuff is I have a clothing line. It's called Hut Mentality and everything is sourced from indigenous artisans in India. So that has been a big um, passion project and I think kind of like a life pursuit of mine. Um, And then after the show, I guess I've become an influencer. (laughs) I live in LA, I'm an influencer. Uh, And I do modeling. So those are like kind of the three things that I think I'm like focusing my energy on right now. And yeah, I think 2022 has been a great year. I've learned a lot about myself and um, kind of grown, I think, into my confidence and my womanhood in a lot of ways. Uh So there's a lot, I think, of insight that I that I'm happy to share. Okay, that's good. I have so many questions off that. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man, would you want to go first or me go first? Oh, sorry, sorry. I was looking there. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, your Netflix experience mm-hmm. and how, how did you get into that? Um, did they reach out to you or what? How did that go down? Yeah, I mean, I did apply on. Um, they had you know like a website, and I applied through there, but I didn't really expect uh, too much from it. Like, I didn't think I was you know gonna get in or anything. I was in an interesting phase in my life at the time. I had like quit my job. I was living in LA, working in sales, and then I quit that and moved back home to work on my line hunt mentality, and. While I was working on it, I just kind of felt like there wasn't that much going on for me in my life. So I think that's kind of those periods in life when we push ourselves out of our comfort zone and we really like do new things and put ourselves into new experiences. Like that's something that I wouldn't have done or applied for had I not 
had I been in a relationship, had mm -hmm. I been tied down to like a specific nine to five job. So now I think I'm always like kind of excited when there isn't a lot of stuff happening for me because I'm like, oh, this means there's so many things like brimming with potential. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Great outlook. That's dope. That's dope. I just, I, I just wonder, um, I always wonder if people who are going on reality shows like grow up wanting to be on a reality show, like mm -hmm. watching shows. Was that, was that you or were you kind of, oh, this is an opportunity. I think I'll just go for it. I, I've always watched, like I grew up watching America's Next Top Model, literally mm -hmm. my favorite show ever. Mm -hmm. um, and I always felt like my friends when I announced, I kept it a secret until right before the show aired. And then I posted all over my Instagram and stuff. My friends were, a lot of them were like, this is so something you would do. Like yeah. you would end up on a reality show. So. Hey. You was a star or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just like I would always come to them with like the most like dramatic stories, like <laughs> dating stories or like weird things that would happen to me. And it's like in a lot of ways, I think a lot of my friends always said, like, you're the sort of person who would like randomly end up on a reality show. Not yeah. not like an Emmy winning, you know, euphoria, but like a reality, reality show. show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the show, you know, was I think I was I never thought I was going to end up on a reality show. But to some degree, I think I did think I would end up on some form of something some entertaining some, something, something in entertainment, entertainment. gotcha <laughs> i feel you no that's so, cool yeah in the show we see a lot of you you know promoting your your clothing brand mm -hmm. taking it to different boutiques yeah. trying to get them to sell your stuff um so how have you seen that transition into now the real world that's not in the show mm -hmm. um how has that boosted your mm -hmm. your clothing brand a little bit yeah, I mean, I think the the line definitely started blowing up a lot after the show and a lot of people were really, really, you know, we suddenly grew so much in followers and there was like all of this demand all of a sudden. I had been making such a small inventory that I wasn't used to scaling up that quickly. Mm -hmm. And so that was a little bit daunting and that's why um, a lot of the people who followed, well, they a lot of them have stayed, but there's some of them who have gotten kind of disgruntled and they've unfollowed because they feel like I'm never, everything's always out of stock and I'm like, I mean, part of being a sustainable brand and being slow fashion is not greenwashing like H&M and a lot of these brands that, mm -hmm. you know, they say they're sustainable and they make things out of eco-friendly fibers and stuff. But uh, if you look at where they're getting their clothes made and the actual garment production, it's oftentimes exploitative and it's by uh, they're underpaying their garment workers and it's women of color in, you know, Bangladesh and India. And so for me being Indian, uh, coming from a country where a lot of times our garment workers are exploited, it's important that I I um, empower them yeah. through the production process. So if that means things are going to take a few extra months, yeah. they're going to take a few extra months. And your business, that's dope. Yeah. Okay. Off the you being Indian thing, are you are you first gen here? Or are you? Uh... Yeah. So my dad is actually a citizen. Okay. But um, he was born in India and then came to America for college okay. and then applied for citizenship and became a citizen. Um, and my mom moved here when she got married to my dad, but she never applied for citizenship. Okay. <laughs> see, see, I'm Nigerian. So doing this media stuff, being on TV, talking about the stuff I talk about, wasn't exactly my parents' plan for me, right? Growing up. Yeah. So was that kind of, how did your parents feel about like you going on a Netflix show mm -hmm. or like, were they supportive of it? Did they have any like yeah. of conflicting opinions or anything like that? I think initially my mom was a little bit worried. I do remember her telling me, um, you can go on the show, but don't kiss any boys. And I was like, that's literally impossible. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially a show called 20-something. Um, like, come on. Like, I'm living in a house with four girls and four guys. Mm -hmm. Like, there's yeah. going to, I was like, you should be happy if I don't do more. Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so then when we did end up filming the kissing scenes, yeah. I, remember I was just thinking like, oh, I'm going to be like, just oh, when over. I go home it's and over. stuff. But 
But um, the producers and the show and Netflix overall were very, like, everything was very authentic. And I never felt like I had to do anything I didn't want to do. Yeah. So I think, like, ultimately, the when the final edits came and the show aired and I looked at myself, I was like, that's who I am. Yeah. That is who I am. So it's like, at the end of the day, she, my parents were proud of it because they were like, she just went on TV and was herself. Good. You know? That's good. Yeah, I know a lot of these reality TV shows, they give certain people different edits. Yeah. And people kind of get frustrated. So I'm glad that you you liked what they, they yeah. came out, portrayed you pretty good. So. Yeah, you got to be you. <laughs> so for, um, after the reality TV show, mm-hmm. you live in L.A. Mm-hmm. Do you get, like, noticed a lot? Do people come up to you a lot? Be like, oh, you're from 20-somes. Like, has that changed how you view yourself or, like, act in public or anything like that? Yeah, I would say it does happen. Yeah. Um, less so now, but I remember when I would say all through like January, February, March, like all through like early spring, like everywhere I went, like especially if I went anywhere, for some reason, Santa Monica and Venice, that crowd is really into reality. <laughs> and so if I go to the bungalow, even now if I go to the bungalow, like people like, especially girls are like, oh my God, it's Isha. And like, they're like asking about hot mentality. They're asking about my relationship. Yeah. Like they know, it's crazy. Like when a stranger comes up to you and they know about your life, like they don't know you from like a show where you're an actress. They know you from a show where you are yourself. Mm-hmm. So like, I think in a lot of ways I'm happy that I did a reality show because I'm like I got to be myself. That's yeah. true. You know. That's facts. That's you don't really think about. It. You don't really think about. Right, because like when you uh, you watch, you never watched Power, right? Nah, I didn't. So Power was a show like, um, and this kid, his name's Tariq. That's the son, and his, he he uh, doesn't listen to his dad at all, right? Mm-hmm. And like when he was going out in public, the actor, everyone's like, "Bro, why are you listening to your dad?" Like yelling at him and stuff. Like, bro, it's a show. Like I'm not. Right, that's I'm not acting. me. Yeah, but yeah. for reality TV, like she yeah. said, you're actually yourself, so you're not gonna get. That stuff. So that's that's dope for real. Like you get yeah, to I actually yourself. know Gianni a little bit. Really? Yeah. Gianni. Oh, from uh oh really? How'd you meet him? It's social media. Okay. <laughs> See, we wanted to uh we actually wanted to do a collab with their podcast like because I saw him in um Michael Rainey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they have yeah, a little yeah. podcast going. It's dope. Oh my god. We might have to connect with that because that guy's funny. I like I like this character. For sure. Yeah. He was like Tommy or yeah Tommy Jr. I actually for just sure. remember him from the movie Ma. I feel like oh. Like, I just like loved that movie. Yeah. 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 Remember that one with Octavia Spencer? Yeah. Yeah, and he was like the like jock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that was a movie. They that was a dope. crazy movie. They seemed dope for yeah. sure. Yeah. I like horror movies and scary things. <laughs> well, going off that, like, you mean people from social media and in LA or whatever, um, how has that affected your dating life and yeah, where are you at right now with your mm-hmm. dating life? Oh, with my dating. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I am single. Single. And- <laughs> Pringles are Pringles. I guess <laughs> um, and I think it's been fun. Like, I've now recently been on, like, Raya, and, like, I'm on Raya and Hinge. I don't love What's Raya? I haven't heard of that Raya's Is that like an L.A. thing? Yeah, um, it's an everywhere. Like, they have it everywhere, but maybe it is more, like, predominant in L.A., but mm. it's, like, a dating app for... It's kind of like a Soho house for dating, I guess. It's, like, a dating app for people who are, like, in media and entertainment. Okay. And um, even people who don't aren't necessarily, like public figures but they like work in entertainment in mm-hmm. some capacity so yeah um hinge i keep pausing and unpausing my profile because <laughs> literally guys will match with me and then be like oh no you and michael broke up like that's what they say wow like, that's the opener y'all Come that's on, like now. just wow so like stupid yeah like, like, <laughs> like yeah, or like cool. oh my god i watched you on 20 somethings i'm like this is just like awkward yeah. you watched me in a relationship on 20 right so mm-hmm. like if you watch my reality show now you want to date me like you know everything about my ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. so like, it's a little it's a little know? upsetting yeah. i feel that that's <laughs> yeah that's not a way to start a relationship right yeah now. hit her with a pickup yeah. line y'all why you did just come on even bro. if you did watch it i feel like if i saw someone from a show that i watched i would just like play it off like i have no idea right you act like you know who they are hey bro we was just talking about that <laughs> if on. i saw someone i would act like i didn't know who they were oh. and then 
You good? I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Jay. <laughs> I lost my point. You said <laughs> you said if I saw someone, I had to act like I didn't know who they were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it doesn't seem like I'm coming off as, like, I want them because they're this person or yeah. they were involved yeah. in this. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. I'm really not that type of person. Mm-hmm. Like, if I find you attractive or whatever, I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. Yeah. yeah. Um, not because you're famous. Yeah, that that's another thing, too. It's, like, that's, like, an odd thing i think when they come up when they start with that but um i have been having fun with dating but i will say that sometimes when you're in a relationship you lose um a little bit of or maybe i did like who am i kind Mm -hmm. of outside of the relationship and so in a lot of ways i'm just enjoying also just like realizing who i actually am and realizing that i wasn't myself yeah in many ways in the relationship so I feel like now that's i'm like a, rediscovering myself for know? sure that's a big part in a relationship you need to be able to be independent without your partner and that's mm-hmm. something that i feel like a lot of people do lose in the relationship so finding that independence i feel like it's going to help you a lot in your next relationship because you won't be 100 percent dependent on this person obviously you're going to love them and everything yeah. but you you still know who you would are. you say that's like the biggest thing you learned like looking back on it um not lose track of yourself yeah i've learned so much about myself actually through that and I think the biggest thing yeah that I've learned is like I think the the part that I miss the most is actually not even the other person but who I was in the relationship yeah. like the vulnerability um waking up next to somebody in the morning and not having to worry about how you look or how I'm eating in front of somebody and I'm like well that's actually these are all me things mm-hmm. like that has nothing to do with the other person like that is something that's actually just like this person was a stimuli for me to be vulnerable and authentic, which is what I'm actually missing. It's yeah. my own authenticity, my own vulnerability. So that's actually something that I can practice doing even with guys I'm casually dating. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing I learned is why am I dating somebody? So if I'm going to meet somebody and I'm enjoying somebody's company, I do sometimes have to be present with myself and say, am I, do, am I doing this because I need something from them? Do I need validation from this guy? Or am I doing this because I want to share myself and my energy and I have a lot of affection and like insight and like fun things, even love. Like I think you can yeah. be casually dating somebody and like platonically to some degree, even like love somebody and like, but not expect. Like I, I think I'm just like not in a phase where I'm not expecting very much and like not needing very much. So like if I'm talking to a guy and then like it stops, I don't want to be like all upset over it. Okay, that makes know? sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you actually find that one person that can actually sustain whatever no if I, I you're not looking for nobody like that well i just don't know if i like believe in that in what like if there is like that one person oh okay i don't know i guys have proven to be quite disappointing not to, I'm not, I'm not, no i'm not gonna get to you we can be we can be some we can be a yeah, troublesome. yeah no, i'm not gonna let you no cap yeah, yeah you're not wrong yeah i'm not even saying this because I'm, I'm not even like bitter or cynical i felt this way actually before my relationship and I'm realizing it's a 20s thing, actually. Yeah. Like, it's like, I just feel like a lot of men in their 20s have some. These are both. <laughs> I'm 25. Men, <laughs> that's 24. Okay. My first one, speaking truly from the heart, I think a lot of men in their 20s have a tendency to love bomb, breadcrumb, uh, poor communication, all of these things. Okay. Right? Can you let's, let, let, first, let's back it up. Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> love bomb and breadcrumb? Bread okay. Okay. So love bombing is when is like a certain type of guy who will know this one actually turns me off right from the get go. Okay. But it's when Do you know right away. Yeah. And I actually get icked out because I'm like, you're coming on so strong. I don't even know you. Ick. 
ick. Yeah, There's that word. I get an ick from that. So I'm not, some girls fall for it, but I actually like, I'm really, I like when guys play a little mysterious in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like I like the mis mystery of knowing how they, like how do they feel about me, but not in a talk. So love bomb love is bomb. when they come on too strong. They're like, like oh my God, like love, like they they text you a bunch. Like, yeah. You're so amazing. You're the coolest girl I've ever met. You're you're not like other girls. Huge red flag. Okay. Like what does that mean? Mm. Like you can say things like, wow, you're so interesting. You're so dynamic. You're so intriguing. You don't have to say like compare me to other women. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of a red flag. And then I think I think another one is breadcrumbing is when you like somebody and you have a connection with somebody and they. A lot of times I've noticed guys will only give you how much they feel like you can accept. So like if they really like you and they're willing to give you the world, but you tolerate lower vibrational uh, energy, Whoa. they will give you only that. And that's not how women are. Like I, if I like somebody, will just give them everything. And this is why I, I sometimes have issues with men. I'm like, why are you guys like this? <laughs> like, that's so, I've never thought about that breadcrumbing. That's facts. Like if a guy really likes a girl and he would be willing to yeah. take her out on a nice dinner at a rooftop bar, but she's, but he calls her at midnight and she's down to go over at midnight. Yeah. Then he's only ever going to call her at midnight. But then the thing is like, if that's what I want, I don't really care, but I, I notice it. Bro, think yeah. about that. Cause whenever like a guy messes up and a girl's mad that she wasn't doing enough, like he was doing like what he thought was okay to get by. And then once he loses her, then he's now, Oh, I'll do all this. I'll do all this extra right. stuff now because right. that's what is required to keep it. Right. Why not do it from the, from the jump? Mm. Do it because you want to, not because that's what you can get away with. Wow. Yeah. Bread coming. Oh that's bread coming. That's kind of something Yeah. Or even like when you're uh, talking, when a guy, when you're talking to a guy, you can tell he's giving you just the bare, like every three, four days is just a little, just a little communication, a little yeah. like, a little respond to a story yeah. or whatever. That sort of behavior I don't even really engage with anymore, but so, I just have a lot. So I'm really, a, I'm big on reciprocating energy. Mm -hmm. So I'm only going to give you as much as I, you know, you give me, you know what okay. I'm saying? If I'm not going to give more. Oh. And if you're not giving me anything back, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I like to be pursued. Okay. So like, I like when a guy like kind of, pursues me a lot uh -huh. and then i and then i start reciprocating when okay early stages i honestly don't pursue at all right i don't i'm not gonna go after you if you're like i don't feel that it, it coming back to me you know what i'm saying if you're playing hard to get i'm gonna be like okay you know it, it is what it is oh, really okay. yeah uh, i might i might i might you know press a little bit but if you keep going after a while i'm gonna be like you don't double text yeah nah Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm persistent. You got to show a little persistence. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He starts with the persistency. I don't. Okay. I don't. Okay. We differ on that, but that's. I cool. need the energy right away. What's your zodiac sign? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Whoa. Wait, Jay, Jay, what are just you? Come at me with this. Jay, what are you? I'm an Aquarius. Okay, I'm an Aquarius moon. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, wow. When were you born? Me? Yeah, oh, what's 27, your 1997. May 27th? Yeah. Okay. Wow. What about you? January 20th. That's Aquarius? Yeah. Okay. It's like right on the cutoff. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting. That's your sign. Yeah. That's good. good that is what am I giving off? What vibe am I giving off? I would have thought potentially Taurus. Taurus? But maybe, yeah. Hmm. That's this guy. What's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aries. An oh, yeah. Okay. Aries. Like you you like Aries. Yes, fire, fire sign. I'm a Gemini, actually. I'm oh. Others. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, but, you know, does that work? I'm also so, a Gemini. Wait, wait, time out. You just wait, said you what? were. <laughs> Time out. I thought you can't. Hold on. You said you only have one. Oh, yeah. No, you can have three. I'm an Aquarius moon. Gemini sun. I'm a Gemini born June. Okay. You're Gemini sun. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry. There's like multiple. Am I right? Was I right? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> Wait, okay. So which one is your birthday one? Oh, that's the sun sign. So that's your main one. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So okay. is that the one that you like mainly take after? Yes. Okay, okay. They say, I actually heard recently, your sun sign is the theme of the book. Um, your your rising sign is the cover of the book, like what everyone else sees you as. And your moon sign is like the pages, like your day-to-day -day life themes. Okay, so what I'm getting from this is you're very big into signs, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. I'm very big into so, astrology. So is this like one of the first 10 questions you ask when you're getting to know somebody? Like, what's your sign? Um, okay, I do. I will say it does come up, but it's not one of those things where like if someone's a sign that I don't like. Oh, it's not a deal breaker. Good. It's not a deal breaker. Okay. It might affect a little bit of how I feel. A little bit? Like if they end up doing something that pisses me off, I'm like, well, he's a... <laughs> Type. Okay. Okay, as long as, as, long as it's not, not a deal yeah, breaker. Exactly. Yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah, cool yeah. with it. I'm yeah. cool with it. That's like my number one pet peeve when a girl, like within the first five minutes of me, was like, what's your number uh, one sign? Or what's your sign? What time were you born? What time was I born? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm that's, like... That's one of the questions oh. that you don't want to be asked. <laughs> oh, no, what? That's one of the questions you do not I don't even know what time I was born to be yeah, don't. It's cool. You do don't you? need to. Yes. What time were you born? 3.39 p.m. 3.39 p.m. <laughs> yeah. I was born in the morning. I, I was born that. in the morning, too, I think, sometime. I can't remember, though. My dad was born January 1st, 1201. Oh, he was born... Okay. Yeah. That man was right years. on the cusp. <laughs> that's crazy. Isn't it? Part of why I'm into the astrology so much, though, it's also... It is rooted in my culture. Gotcha. So that you have the astrology girls, like... I mean, no offense, but, like, you know, like, the white girl astrology. Like, mm -hmm. And then you have, like, the... I, what I think a lot of it is like the appropriated version of it. And then like in India, like astrology is like such a big cultural right. thing that that's kind of like it's like Vedic astrology. And um, even as babies, like my whole family got uh, astrological readings done on us to predict our whole life. Before, oh, wow. Right when we were born. Brilliant. So I kind of like I'm, I'm approach it from that angle a little yeah. bit. But recently the astrology gets a bad rap among a lot of yeah, girls. Just because it's like it's, everyone's trying to do too much a little bit. A little bit. Right. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's hit this first question. You ready? Okay. I really love my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. What age should I start thinking about marriage? Don't trip. We got you. Okay, so I answer? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Um, I mean, I personally would not think about marriage in my 20s. Really? I don't approach, I don't, marriage is not like anything that's on the cart. On Even the like 29? 29. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> this man said right on the cusp. <laughs> yeah, maybe around 29, okay. 30. I uh -huh. think 30 is like a good age to get married mm -hmm. um, because then you can have kids in your 30s around like a few years after that. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, I was just thinking about this actually. Like, I don't think I'd want to get married anytime before 28. Yeah. So do you think like um, the amount of time that you're dating someone should affect when you start thinking about marriage? Like, mm -hmm. should you get married? after a year of dating someone or it has to be like a certain amount of time? If you I would say not anything before a year. Okay. But I do think like if after a year you do know somebody pretty much. And yeah. then after that, it's just like a matter of being comfortable with them. But like I would say a year is like how long it takes to okay. really know somebody. That makes sense. Respectable, respectable. Jay, you got any marriage tips, man? Nah, what was the question really though? <laughs> what age should she start thinking about marriage? What age should yeah. she? Ah. Uh. I don't know. I feel like, okay, I feel like most girls have an ideal age or ideal age of what they want to be married by. Yeah. And it's kind of unrealistic for most girls. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, I want to be married by 25, have a kid by 27, and then be retired by 35. Or what, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty yeah, young yeah. to be retired. But, um, and then they get upset when 
it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. So I I don't think you should put like a, a age limit on it. So you, uh, go you can't put time on love, so you just gotta let it happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that <laughs> might be a rule right there. You can't put, can't time, put time on, on love. Yeah. You just gotta let it happen. We might have to write that one down, okay? See. But what if you're? I have a question. What if you're dating someone? Say, you're dating someone right now, right? Um, and it's like three years, three years from now. So you're 28. You guys think about marriage or? Mm, I think a lot of it also depends on how old the guy is. Okay. Right. Like if you're dating somebody who is, I've dated. I, you know, guys who are like older than me, younger than me, um, you know, so in like the guys younger. You're waiting a little bit. I think I'd want to wait. OK, but I think in a lot of unfortunately, in a lot of ways, it is kind of on the guy. It's kind of like well, what the guy wants. That's right? true. But I, I think if we had been dating for three years and like the conversation of marriage, like, you know, when you say like, oh, when we're married someday, da, 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 like when you're talking to your partner, yeah. if that conversation that doesn't come up and you've been dating for three years, run oh. for the hills. Like big red flag. Yeah. I think me and my ex is we never had that conversation. I didn't initiate it. He didn't. Initiate, we were both just like, we are never yeah. getting married. Yeah. While we were dating, we knew it. Yeah. You know? So it was like, what's the point? Yeah. That conversation just never uh, for sure. came up, which is for also, sure. I think like after a year, we dated for almost a year. I think like after like, even six months, if you kind of like start to see feelings like that with someone, like and having like joking around about it and mm -hmm. stuff like that is like normal. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that is a good. I, that's a is good. there is it ever too early to like talk about it? Talk yeah. about it. I think yeah. if someone if I was dating someone and like they like they started talking about it like after a few months. Uh huh. Yeah. I would probably for sure. I bet. Is that a red flag? Um, it's not a red flag. It's just like, you know, I'm in a stage in my life where I'm focusing a lot of my career and whatever. Like, I think I. I could enter a relationship, but like marriage and mm -hmm. stuff, like not for me right now. Not just the M word is scary, huh? A little scary. And I think I just, I'm still discovering who I am. For sure. You know, sure. Yeah. in a lot of ways. That's a good point, Mo. Great red flags. Great, great advice. That's, that's, I like it. <laughs> I like it all. All right. Next question is me and my boyfriend just broke up and I'm not sure how to move on. Do you have any advice? Don't trip. We got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of advice <laughs> for this one. Um, okay. So, I got over mine really quickly. Okay. Um, and I think a big thing is letting yourself feel those emotions. So I feel things very deeply. I love very hard. And so it hurts really hard when I lose certain things, um, friendships, relationships, even like career things. Like I'm very emotional. Um, so like the emotions hit so hard that then it's like I'm in that for a few weeks and then it completely goes away. Yeah. So I think a big thing is like, as hard as it may be for at least two to three weeks, like I think try to just feel everything. Um, I remember when mine happened, I actually like went to San Francisco, booked a 10 p.m. like red eye flight to San Francisco and then like literally like um, stayed with my sister for a few days. I would go on long walks around the city, like over a mile long and I would just like cry and listen to music. Mm -hmm. And then after a few days I was over it. Just let it all out. I kind of had let it all out. So, and then I was like, when I was ready to, I went back on like, you know, apps and whatever and started talking to guys. And yeah. Now I don't really think about, like days go by and I don't think about it. So. So just let yourself kind of go through that process of healing. Like, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people, the why it's so hard is they fight those feelings. But mm -hmm. facts. And they don't want to feel that way. And then they, they end up chasing that person and well, maybe it'll work out and they're yeah. hoping and praying and you know what I'm saying? Just not accepting that fact that it's over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's another thing. You cannot have any expectations. If 
if there's even like regardless of what the situation is and who breaks up with who or what happens like just like having that expectation is like there's a reason that things end mm. it's not healthy to for sure to an ex, I don't think. for sure that's true and i feel like the only healthy way is if like y'all met five years later and rekindled maybe over coffee or something and and you're completely you, different people. Both of you had grown yeah, a lot and sure. realized why the breakup, why it happened, blah, blah, blah. Maybe Do you that, agree with that? Yeah. I mean, like I, when you said that, I was just thinking about Insecure. Oh, okay. And I was shipping them like the whole time. And then in the end, I'm like, oh, finally. Because the whole time I was like, oh, she's so stupid. Like, why is she not <laughs> pursuing? Yeah, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> but then she took, they took the little break. What y'all talking about? Every time he wanted her, the show Insecure on HBO. Uh, oh, I don't watch so that. Good. I think it's my favorite show. Uh one of my favorite shows, mm -hmm. but I watched the whole, I binged the whole thing in like a week. But the whole time when she was into him, yeah. he had other girls. And when he was into her, she was into someone else. They were just back and forth tight. Yeah. So timing does play. I think it does play, like, especially with those, those what ifs, what was uh, like, uh, if only type things. I feel like that plays a factor for sure. Mm -hmm. So, hey, all right. That is our questions for today, but we're going to get to this last, last segment. It's called Switcheroo. So Switcheroo is a segment where we, um, Flipping on them. Like, if we had some girls, they would ask us questions that guys ask maybe that they aren't unanswerable. We'll try to get that into y'all. But right now we have our girl guest stars and we're going to ask her a question that when we receive this question from a girl, we kind of don't know how to answer the question properly. So we're trying to get the best interpretation or way to answer this question. So our question is, how do you respond when your girl asks you or shows you a girl and says, is this girl pretty? Oh, I have a lot okay, let's, of experience let's, on this let's one. Let's hear it. How do we respond to that one? Okay. I think a big thing is, okay, I think a big red flag is guys who say that comment on how attractive other women are mm -hmm. to a girl that they're dating and they bring it up. Yeah. That it's, if you are like dating somebody monogamously, at least, at least if it's a serious relationship, even if it's like a celebrity or something, like, I just don't think it's polite, uh, respectful yeah. to be bringing up like how hot you think Doja Cat is to the <laughs> girl weird. that you're sleeping with or like, that's weird, you know, um, just weird that it's really yeah. bizarre. Like, yeah. Just keep it to yourself. Um, but I think if your girl does bring up like, hey, like, do you think this girl's pretty? And she shows it to you, I think, like, looking and saying, oh, yeah, she's pretty. Like, just just a quick little. Yeah, yeah she's pretty. Not like, oh, my God, she's so hot. Yeah, or, oh, yeah, let yeah. me go look at the rest of her Instagram. Like, all that stuff is right. weird. <laughs> but just being, like, honest and kind of just like, oh, yeah, no, she's attractive. But yeah. not in a way that's, like, you can tell. It's, like, it's all about the tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You know what I would say? What? She all right. I would be like, yeah, she cool. She's cool. she not, she not yeah. you, but she cool. Yeah. Yeah, that you that never hurts. Oh, when, when guys <laughs> yeah, say that, exactly. yes, I she love that. You. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like, oh, this girl is so pretty. And they're like, yeah, but like, she's not you. Mm -hmm. Right. Something. You know what I mean? You gotta keep it pimping, y'all. Come on. Come on. You gotta keep it Free cool. game right Free there. Free game there right go. there. <laughs> That's the way to answer. And that, honestly, that's just how it be. That should be how it is. Like when people ask me, my girl, they're like, okay, yeah, this girl's so bad, blah, blah, blah. Like, you should get out. I'm like, have you seen my girl, bro? Like, like yeah. what? What? Got what a bad is, girl. Come, hold on. Come on, come on. I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah, just move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta you gotta love your lady physically, mentally, all that stuff, and respect her to some aspect. But yeah, that yeah. that's a good. I like that. So just uh, say it without being too assertive, even if you do think the person right. is very attractive. Yes. Okay. I'll start doing research. Yeah. Be like, hold <laughs> on. I would like to also bring up a huge red flag. Let's hear it. Let's hear when it. you're dating somebody. This, I'm talking relationships, okay. not you know situations. But if mm -hmm. you're in a monogamous relationship with somebody, mm -hmm. it is a huge. And I know a lot of guys don't 
believe this or don't agree with this, but as a woman, let me say in talking to my friends, huge red flag if you're in a relationship and you are liking other girls' thirst traps, bikini photos on Instagram. Not the thirst chest. Huge red flag. Actually grounds for a breakup. And yeah. I wish I knew that. Oh, for a breakup. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, like how many chances you giving them though? Like one or two? Um, depends on how early in the relationship, but like they shouldn't be doing, they, they shouldn't be like doing it and then and then you have to call them out and they're like you know the gaslighting and the this and that like and yeah. right. it should just be like are you it's it's the difference between are you sleazy or are you like a good boyfriend who i can trust because that's the sort of shit that leads to trust issues that ultimately will fuck up a relationship later on yeah it's little things like that that uh -huh. women pick up on like you can look and appreciate but mm -hmm. sending the like is actually the equivalent of going up to a, that girl on the beach and saying oh, i think you look hot that's and that girl because a lot of girls with boyfriends, their boyfriends like my thirst traps. And in my head, I'm thinking, that's embarrassing for her. Like, this guy isn't even like, he's like literally like liking my, like, right. yeah. you right. know, like, thirst traps are meant for your man. single right. people that yeah. like, you're trying to get at, not for, sure. for people that are in relationships. Yeah. That I get a really bad gut feeling when a girl, when one of my friend's boyfriends or anyone I know, yeah. boyfriend likes my thirst traps. And what do you do in that situation? Do you, do you tell your friend or mm, kind of keep it to It yourself? hasn't happened to anyone I'm like super close with, uh -huh. but it has happened with like, I remember a girl from work. She brought her boyfriend to a work party and he gave me a little bit of that vibe. And then he followed me on Instagram and I was like, uh, mm. and so I just like followed him back because I met him, but then he liked my bikini photo or something. Uh, he did a little... And I was like, not, not, not an old one, but one I posted. Okay, okay. okay. I, okay. I was about back. to say, like, yo, he uh, doing the like in the picture. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Because <laughs> it's like, that's kind of sending also the message that like, I'm in a relationship right now, but like, if I was single, I'd be so down for you. Wow, that's, that's a the good message point. That's sending. Yeah, it definitely is. Mm. That's wild, man. That's, yeah, it that's, it's just like, even like my girl best friends in the world, if they post a swimsuit picture, I'm not liking it. Right. I'm sorry. Like, you're cool and all, but like, unless you're covered up properly and like, not I, I know I know which pictures you're meant to attract guys like like yeah. you're meant to like you're a good looking person but respectfully my girl's good yeah. like I'm not gonna go liking your picture even if it's your best friend type and I honestly think that some girls take likes as in like oh that I could get you want that me yeah, he, he wants want me. me you know what I'm saying yeah I feel that. not all girls but a lot of them yeah do it take it that way so. I feel that. So, hey, that's a great red flag. That's a that's a good point, buddy. Hey, y'all y'all respect your woman out here, man. I don't I'm kind of annoyed that I said it because now I think like the next guy I date, he's going to know that this is He's going to know. He's going to be like, "Let me unlike all this <laughs> stuff real quick." So But I want it to be authentic. Hey, I, like I can't do it cuz I'm I would get upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Just be yourself if, yeah. before she accepts you. Don't don't try to fake. She's going to find out. Call it out. Yeah. Actually, now at this point I would just like Cut it off. Cut it off immediately. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What were you saying? I think it's a good learning learning curve for dudes who are still like kind of maturing. Yeah. Um, still kind of young. Um, but yeah, because a lot of dudes, it's not. I don't. I don't know what in your head would make you think it's okay. But some, yeah. a lot of dudes do think like I'm just liking a picture. Right. Like, we don't view a, a lot of dudes don't view a like as. But but the reason when they actually when you sit down and think about it though yeah yeah why did you like that picture yeah why did you like that picture yeah because she looked good yeah when you really what, sit down and think about popping. it and hear yeah. what she's saying like yeah. and why it offends her and exactly. why she finds it disrespectful it makes a lot of sense exactly it's, it's completely valid yeah so. so think about it y'all just use your heads not not your yeah. not your 
Not the head. Yeah, think with the head. Yeah, think of the one up here. Yeah, think of, yeah. So, hey, but that's what we got for you this episode. We really thank you for coming on. We really enjoyed having you. That was a dope episode for sure. Do you want to give yourself a shout out? Anything you want to say what's up to? Yeah, my Instagram is Isha underscore Punja. And if you guys are interested in my fashion line, it's called Hot Mentality. People always think it's hot mentality, but it's H-U-T. H-U-T. Hot. Hot mentality. Mentality. Also, it's my Instagram. Yeah, and we'll put all our stuff in the in the descriptions. Um, if you're listening, go check out the YouTube channel. We got the video so you can see our reactions. There was some there was some wild stuff in this one. There's good reactions, good, good time. But um, her stuff is in the bio. Make sure you all show her some love. Go watch her show if you want to get to know her a little bit. 20 sums, right? Go support is on, it Netflix. Still on Netflix. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Netflix original series or whatever. But what you gotta say? Um, make sure you check out the new Snapchat show. Mm-hmm. Uh, just type in don't trip on Snapchat, subscribe to that. Um, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, don't be afraid to hit us up and let us know what we can do better. Yes, sir. Don't trip. We got you. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Hey, have fun. <laughs>